0: Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the Unprecedented Podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Thursday, May 20th, John Aravosis here with Cliff Schecter and our special guest, James Carville. Um, Most of you know, except maybe some of our English friends don't, but you should, uh, Chester James Carville Jr. I did not know your first name was Chester. Uh, (laughs) Chester James Carville Jr. is an American political consultant who has strategized for candidates for public office in the U.S. and 23 other countries, and is perhaps most famous for his work as the lead strategist of the successful presidential campaign of then-Arkansas Governor Bill Clinton in 1992. Uh, Carville served two years in the Marine Corps, I did not know, got his JD from Louisiana State University, I also did not know. Um, and in addition to political consulting work, he's the co-host of the Politics War Room podcast. Um, James, welcome. Obviously we're- Thank you
0: for being here.
2: You here. Well, thank you. Uh, the local paper just ran a story that, you know, <laughs> my, my name was Chester James Carver Jr. Uh, my, my mother <laughs> never wanted me to be called Junior Jim or uh, Jimmy. Right. Ergo, I've never been known for anything but James, but uh, that, that is the- that It's Chester now being is rehabilitated. <laughs> I, I don't know i, I think what i've been calling you something for 76 years probably usage takes precedent you know <laughs>
3: People say puffiness and under-eye bags are the hardest things to get rid of. Till now, introducing Genucel Plant Stem Cell Therapy from Chamonix. Specifically targeting eye puffiness and bags, Genucel is incredibly powerful. Natural serum, the guarantee you'll see results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. Listeners see a dramatic improvement in just two weeks. A true Chamonix classic, Genucel contains eight extra ingredients to significantly reduce the appearance of bags and puffiness. Plus, Genucel uses patented plant stem cell technology to improve longevity with brilliant long-term results. Save big right now on Genucel's risk-free introductory offer. Go to lovegenucelcom slash Stephanie. Promo code Stephanie at checkout for an extra 10% off. That is love G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot slash Stephanie. You'll also get the amazing Zotique Deep Correcting Serum free when you order the most popular package today. chamonix the best skincare, best results are your money back. Lovegenusell.com slash Stephanie. That is lovegenusel.com slash Stephanie. That code is Stephanie.
0: So I have to jump in quickly, John. I feel like I have <laughs> to say good. something, James. Yeah. Obviously, you're most known for, for Bill Clinton's victory in 92. But as a young uh, uh, undergraduate at the University of Pennsylvania in the early 90s, I will always remember you even pre-Clinton for a certain guy named Wofford uh-huh. uh, against Dick Thornburg. Uh, I would think I was a freshman at the time at Penn. And uh, I still think that, what was that, a 50, 60, 70-point comeback? I think that's still uh, maybe yeah, the one.
2: I think the first poll, we were down like 61 to 15 or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. but it was fun. And I, I'd, I'd worked a lot in Pennsylvania before and still say kind of been interested in Pennsylvania politics. And that was just a lot of fun when you, you just come from behind like that. And you oh just my come, God. got afterburners going was right
0: like, against Thornburg, who was the AG at the time. So everybody was right. like this, you know, name recognition right. and all of that.
2: And he was a former governor and yep. popular. You know, remember when I worked for Bob Casey in 86, when we, we took over from Thornburg, So it was.
0: And that for folks who are younger is uh, the father of the current Senator Casey of Pennsylvania.
2: So That's very much so. I, as the current Senator Casey said, he used to work for me in 1986. I was his boss. I was a campaign manager.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, good times. You know, all right, John, I, you jump in with your that's questions. Okay. Well, no, I
1: had to go was, through a little history. <laughs> I was going to, still a history thing, though. One thing that really stood out for me, and it's funny because, I mean, I think all of us working in democratic politics obviously have known who you are for decades, but the personal stuff is interesting to me. I it, Your Wikipedia page says, your mother, Lucille Carville, a former school teacher, spoke French at home. Now, mind you, we're talking Louisiana here for folks who don't realize, um, French at home, and sold the World Book Encyclopedia. God, we still got our set from 1966 downstairs. (laughs) It's hilarious. Um, But yeah, mom's a school book. Dad, a door-to-door, your father, Chester, there you go, the name, was a postmaster as well as the owner of a general store. Your parents sound so quintessential America, at least from my upbringing, like in the 60s.
2: So my mother, first of all, she grew up with a child in the Valls Parish is meaningless to you, but it's in the northern part of the Cajun, what they call the Anglo-Saxon Cajun Triangle. And no one ever knew as it. Lucille. Her name was hmm. Nippy. It's the only thing people called her. She was named after a, a tramp. And during a depression, she would g- give him food, and they called him Nip, because he's always taking a nip out the bottle. So <laughs> that's my royal lineage, if you oh, will. Mom named after <laughs> an
1: alcoholic. That's nice. You <laughs> were meant for politics. You're right. <laughs>
2: And so she sold a world book, and I, I'll tell you the story. It's the greatest sales story I've ever seen. She was, she was an incredible salesperson, and we'd ride around. I was like 12, 13 years old, and she said, boy, let's look for a bass boat and a bicycle. So we know they have disposable income and children at home. So we would spot it. And she'd knock on the door. This was late 50s Louisiana, you know what so I, well, the lady at the house that opened doors, oh, please come in. And she said, well, I, I'm telling these educational materials. By the way, James, what, what's the capital of Vermont? Montpelier. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> well, what's the capital of Oregon? Salem. <laughs> oh, he's a goddamn genius. You know? I, I, and she said, well, it's our wall book and So inevitably, the man of the house would come in and he would say, well, Ms. Carvey, you know, school's getting ready to start and we're a little short of cash and got the holidays coming up. Why don't you come back in six months and, and maybe we can work something out. And she looked at him. She says, "You know, I, f- I find it strange that you can af- afford a bass boat for yourself, because you can't afford educational materials for your children." And <laughs> the guy just like, "Why?" Wow, he was just a pile of salt. He was signing anything. Oh right. The sledgehammer, right you know, there. Oh yeah, I, I could you could just see it coming. And I go, "Oh, you poor bastard! You don't know what you get ready, what you're in for." <laughs> so, uh, oh God, she was uh she was she was quite a person. My dad, he was a college bo- college boxing was a big sport. It a Big sport in shoot. And huh. uh, it was Wisconsin was the kind of Notre Dame of college boxing hmm. back in the 30s. So it, uh, I, it, I, I had an interesting upbringing.
1: <laughs> did, did you end up speaking French at all or no?
2: No, my mother and her mother did. And we were in a place in Louisiana called Pierre Port, which is an Assumption Parish. And so if we stopped to get some crawfish and these two Cajuns and French were talking about how, they, how they were going to screw them over. <laughs> it, it didn't big, big error. Big
0: oh, error. Knowing the language when they're talking about you, that's
1: hilarious. Yeah.
2: Big error. I'll never well, so is is your
1: sort of rambunctiousness from your mom or your dad?
2: That, oh, much more my mama. I, I
1: think. was thinking just from what yeah, you're yeah, telling uh, us. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. That's my, funny. My, my dad was a, he was a boxer, but and he was a, in the army during World War II I was born at Fort Benning, but yeah, my mother was the dominant person <laughs> in the house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, well, okay, we'll just we'll dive into the politics. I mean, the you know, look the inter- the original reason we wanted to get you, and we still do, is to talk about your recent sort of messaging, uh, Vox interview, and all of that. Right. Um, and we'll start with that, but then we definitely want to talk about the okay. election coming up and all of that, of
0: course. John and I, I'll say quickly, feel yeah. pretty strongly about the messaging part of it, the fact that we agree not with only him. do we yeah. lack the distribution networks of the right, but that we we won't say what they said, right? We we kind of say things in a mealy mouth, kind of, oh, well, you seem kind of bad. I just, the other day, made a point about this. I'll just say very quickly, yep. and I don't want to, you know, I'm not saying anything bad. Benny Thompson, actually, Louisiana, I think from down there, Mississippi, Mississippi,
2: right? Mississippi right? yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Great Congressman. I think he does a lot of good. But, you know, when when they refused to vote in favor of this January 6th commission and McCarthy said he wouldn't, he in a very nice way said, oh, well, I think that they're probably hiding something that might be what it is. I look back at what Jim Jordan, that piece of that guy, said, you know. uh, We're talking about
2: the guy that six wrestlers told him (laughs) that the doctor was molesting them. Yeah, we're talking about the same Jim Jordan. We are. I'm I'm in Ohio is Dennis yeah. Hassett who's in jail Bingo. Has, yes. uh, wrestling coach molesting wrestlers. That's the Jim Jordan we speak Yes, about. this okay. is what we're talking about. I just wanted to be short. Exactly. Identified. Because it's this impossible.
0: is exactly what we're talking about, which is when college wrestling even comes up, we should be like, that's literally the Republican, you know, that's the, that's their murderer's row of, of molesters right. in their party. And right. so Benny Thompson said this very nice thing, and I look back at Benghazi, and you've got Jim Jordan saying, oh, you know, you know, Secretary Clinton just did this because there's an election. She's a liar. She's a and the way they talk about us, and then we say these nice things about them. How do we change that culture?
2: Well, you know, first of all, Benny is—he's been around for a long time, and he's—he, he, I think he's nostalgic for when people were civil yeah. to each other, and he's kind of a gentleman, and it's probably just the, the nature of it. Uh, you know, it, 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 it has driven me crazy all my life. And, and what Democrats do you know, is, you know, we, we need to include everybody. We need to be inclusive. You know, we have complex problems that have complex solutions. And we don't need sound bites. No, you do need sound bites. And yes. if, you're running, if you want to win a campaign in a, in a democracy, you can't run a democratic campaign. You can't take a vote. All right. right. You just can't do that. You can't listen to everybody. And yep. that that is so, it's so difficult in democratic culture to get that through. And generally, the only time you get through is after you get beat, right? Yep. right. That, and, yeah. and, it's, and and they lapse back to jargon and complexity and multifaceted problems we face as a country. <laughs> Dangling yeah. participles and Jesus. Yeah, all that shit, yeah. It's so, <laughs> It's it's been a fight all of our political life. Why? I mean, why?
0: Do you know what, I mean, is that just our culture? Because we're a liberal, I mean, we don't know yeah. what it is. It's frustrating as hell. Tim Ryan gave a speech obvious. on the floor yesterday that was I so strange. That, that was that. excellent. And right. why are not the rest of us doing that shit? Right.
2: Well, he actually spoke English. Yes. Which is <laughs> yeah. rare.
1: But why? I mean, what is, you, you give that interview and Cliff and I are jumping for joy going, you literally raised points we've raised. And it seems so obvious, but what is it That our party
2: doesn't do this more. Why? Because our default position is inclusion. All right. Our our default. It sounds nice, right? It sounds nice. It doesn't work. And so what had happened with with this dictionary rewriting is every when I when I say everybody, I literally I'm sure there were some people that didn't, but not very many. Every conversation you had started with the same thing. And everybody is mortified because if they say something right they're gonna get fired well the truth of the matter is there's nothing to fire me from okay i just okay, <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can cancel me all you want i don't really give a shit right <laughs> yeah. and the guy that did the interview sean illing he actually a, he lives in gulfport right and he did oh, cool. a veteran just like i am and he, he has a phd from manship at lsu and so he came and you know put the tape card on and interviewed me and south mississippi and I, I just remember in the back of my mind saying well, i'm just going to say what i think <laughs> all right <laughs> and i've uh, I, I got woke people thanking me it's just an exhausting way to live Yeah. right yeah
0: yeah, yeah. no i mean we're, we're diehard you know we're democrats right and we right. care about when it comes to our policies and all of that including people and whatever but when you run a campaign you need to fucking message and these days we're running campaigns every day I mean it's a constant right. campaign cycle. Right.
2: right. I I I couldn't agree more and we're just we're letting ourselves get trapped in in this vortex right. of of not speaking plainly to people. Right. And it just it, it 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 has to stop and I'll say I was very gratified by the reception that the piece got both in the terms of the, how many yep. people saw it and and. You know, Al Sharpton said, well, of course, James is right. That's the language I use to speak to George Floyd's family. Jamie Harrison said, yeah, James is right. Clarence Page, probably the most respected black journalist in modern American history, wrote a column saying James has, I agree with James's point. Yeah. All right. But we've become so accustomed to like talking about, I don't know who lives in a goddamn community of color. I know. All right. I know people live in a neighborhood. Right. Yeah. And people in New will fight you if you say they live in one yeah. neighborhood and it's another neighborhood. Yes. All right. I know plenty of people in New East or Central City, you know, 7th Ward or anything like that. But it, it, you, you act like you're trying to talk. You, you're trying to talk around yeah. people or, or use some jargon that they don't use.
1: Well, you know, James, I, I'm, vi- I, wait, Cliff, real quick. I'm visiting my mom in Chicago and the local ABC affiliate yesterday was talking about something with the Latino community. And of course, they said the Latinx community. And I'm like, you're the local Chicago affiliate. You're local news. Nobody in Chicago uses that term. They don't, my mom would not even know what
2: it is. Univision will not allow it to be used.
1: Yeah, that's a problem Oh, wow. Me. Okay. Surprised
2: yeah. Surprised yeah. Me. And it's like 3% yeah. describe themselves yeah. as Latinx and they're all on the oh. faculty of some college.
1: You know what you made me think of? Sorry, Cliff, one more point. Mom's mom's always been my barometer, like 91-year-old Middle Middle West Republican, but didn't vote for Trump, Greek immigrant, you know, that whole thing. Mom, a couple of years ago, we're watching CNN, and she goes, wait, what did he say? What is DOJ? And I realized, like, even things like that, we use this terminology. If mom doesn't know what DOJ is on CNN, she clearly doesn't know what BIPOC and Latinx and LGBTQIA+, which I just learned is the new name for my community, you know?
2: I, you know I, I i'm a big believer that people have a right to be called what they want to be called all right and, yeah. and so and, and, and that's fine uh in you know in, in language evolves but when in political speak you got to speak the language of the people
1: yeah and we right? didn't exactly. choose to be called but also latinos didn't choose to be called latinx people of color you know, did not choose to be called bipoc I didn't choose to be called LGBTQIA+. I mean, it gets that gets into a whole issue of Democratic politics or the left overall. But we didn't even choose, and and it right.
2: confuses people. That's my problem. Right. It it does, and it, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Confusing. It. It's like your right. mother, do, <laughs> DOJ. What, what is that? Well,
1: that one blew me away when she said that because because it really sort of did things in my head where I went, you know, we use all this terminology, and CNN all day long. CNN is. CNN's using abbreviations for agencies. Nobody has a clue what they're talking about outside of Washington.
2: Right. Anyway, it, it, very interesting. Yeah, that's that's fine for NPR, but people yeah. would have said they shouldn't do that. NPR yeah. is so woke. I'll keep it on in my truck, so I, I'll never fall asleep. We love NPR, though. We love NPR. I love NPR. I love it. I, li- I listen to it all the right. time. But they right. are. They had a 45-minute segment on the proper way to address an incarcerated person.
1: Oh, God. I know. I
2: know.
0: <laughs> I know. Okay. And what was the conclusion there? That's-
2: well, it they, depended uh, on the, on what the, it could be a prisoner, it could be you know normal. I, I forgot. I was just person like, oh, imprisoned forgot. American. Is that the <laughs> yeah. incarcerated an incarcerated person? I, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, and, and it was just... forty five minutes, and and it followed by forty five minutes of how our diet is destroying the monarch butterfly. <laughs> well. <I> mean... <laughs> And to I'm, me, I'm this is the like reason me. why I and feel I like. And like it. It. I, you know, I don't listen to anything else. I mean, I'm, I'm hooked in many ways.
0: Right. But no, and I find that interesting too. But that's why for me, I feel like a lot of the people that talk about politics need to have worked on a campaign and tried talking to regular people right. to understand what the hell that actually means. You know? Right. Because Correct. bringing up Philly again, I wrote this whole thesis on. Northeast the Northeast Philly, you know, uh they were we called them back then, you know, Reagan Democrats, but we called them Rizzo Democrats. And I know you'll know well, what you're Right. And I went by there, you know, in, in my background, I'm not religious at all, but my background is Jewish. And I was going in there, i go door to door and they'd be like, That line, Jew Ed Rendell you know, blah, 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 blah. And they'd use the N-word and they do this and that, but there are other people you know, you go to who are more moderate, more whatever. And, and if you spoke to them like a human being, that's where Bob Borsky used to get elected. That was the first race I worked on in Northeast oh, Philly. Yeah. And, and, and you know, we try to, t- and it was like, talk to them. You know, you have to talk to them like people. You may not agree with them on everything. You may not love everything they're saying, but if you come to them with these, these academic terms, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You lose them right away and, before you even get to the and, beginning.
2: And by the way, they already are predisposed to think that you're like uh, arrogant and, right. you know, hearty to- and think of yourself right. as, as, as a hearty tardy person. So if we start losing that language, you just confirm an existing right. suspicion.
0: Tell
1: That's yeah. exactly right. We are very we are very good at that. Expand on something here. I was watching your CBS interview you just did, and it was interesting. She was very good, actually. She got a lot of she good was. stuff I out of thought, you.
2: I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, she it, was quite good. And she got I, good I, stuff I, out of you. Yeah. Well,
1: you were giving your gumbo story. I'm going to say the quote, but explain to people what you mean, because I think it's a good uh, relation with what we're just talking about. You said, I hate when we try to exclude people from our gumbo.
2: Right. What's well, the gumbo story? Well, well, the, the gumbo story is this, that, that, of course, we all have an identity, right? And, but if you take, let's just take a shrimp and okra gumbo, which just been reading this recipe out of this Mosquito <laughs> Supper Club in New Orleans. Yeah. The, the shrimp, you, you can see the shrimp. It, it retains its, its shape, its form. You can see the okra dish, but they're part of something larger. They're part of what what goes into making a gumbo a great dish. So that's yep. the way that I think Americans should look at themselves. You know, you, you yes, you you, you you, might be, you know, Hispanic or whatever, or you might be black or you might be white or you might be, you know, gay or you might be anything else. And that's fine. Or you know, Italian or Greek, as you are, the Greeks are very, have that identity, but you're part of a gumbo. You're yeah. not a side, you're not an individual dish. And right. just what yep. I just like the metaphor of the, the ingredients can maintain some of their integrity, but they're about something bigger because of, of shrimp and okra gumbo is much better than shrimp by itself is much better than okra by itself. And that's the kind of way that I think Americans should look at each other is that they're not, we're not in at war with each other. We thought sort of operating in concert with each other together and the more yeah. people view that the, the better off we're going to be is it a messaging concern or what Or are you also saying it just doesn't work well it it you know it's a, it's somewhat of a message and concern but it's more of a message to our own people that in, and i don't really understand this identity over everything else i mean right. my first <laughs> identity is i'm a human being my second identity is that I'm an American. And I look at that when she was doing it, I was looking at my picture and I said, Holy moly, I'm white. Shit, I need to get yeah. some sun. You know? <laughs>
0: right.
2: you know, You're a very white American.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm like,
2: Damn, man. i like I just drank some Trump's bleach or Cl- Clorox or something.
0: <laughs> well, I can also speak as a very white American, too. And, uh, I I just feel like that's exactly the point. We always talk about a melting pot in this country. You know, I mean, the point is maybe that's not exactly the same thing, but we all have our own identities. But exactly you said, I'm an American first. And and as a Democratic Party, we're putting together a coalition. We're not just all fucking tiki torch white guys like the Republican Party. We're right. bringing people together. And if right. we're trying to divide people, we're right.
2: fucking that up. Well, you, Right. Yeah. And, and I like the gumbo metaphor much better than the melting pot. Because in the melting yeah. pot, everything becomes, okay, the, becomes same. the same. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm fine right. with, you right. know. Right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Go, go, go.
1: You know, you know right. one thing, James, that it, you made me think of, and again, I, I'm almost afraid to bring it up because I know it's going to be misconstrued against me. But right. all the voting rights stuff going on, a lot of people on our side are framing it as they're trying to stop black voters from voting. We're not framing it as they're trying to steal the fucking elections. We're basically making it about black voters. So if you're a white voter who may not care about black people, you go, well, okay, that's about them. And we do that a lot. I think we, even though, okay, the identities are important. I say this as a gay man, I have had to talk about my identity because it's the only way I was able to get my rights expanded, right? So I get the reason why people expound on their identities a bit too much, I do it. But when it starts to, again, block your message from getting across, most Americans don't li- listen and go, Oh, well, black people can't vote. This is bad for me.
2: They say, Well, I'm white. Damn it. Right? Oh, oh do we lose it? Can you hear us still, James, or not? No, that's good. Allie's not here. Can, can, can oh. you turn my phone off or something to interrupt? In,
1: oh, that's okay. We couldn't uh, hear computer. your phone, just so you know. Oh, you couldn't hear it. Okay, hear never mind. Yeah, we'll Come good. mind Come on. Okay, go ahead. And my I'm...
2: dog will be a lot louder than your phone, so don't worry. So, so <laughs> one of the things to think about in identity, when you were growing up, you're aware that you were gay almost all of your waking hours. Yeah. Okay. Yep. If if a person is black, they aware, they go, they walk into a bar, they right. aware, right? I'm a white straight guy. I, I'm not, I don't think about it that much. Right. Because until and, 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 and so you it's have to respect, it's yep. just the norm. Right? And yep. I, I happen to be, well, maybe not so much now, but for most of my life, I was, you know, in the dump, you know, white Christian after Catholic, but we Christians, you know, white Christian male. Right. Yep. And so I don't. I want to be clear. I, I'm I'm totally cool with people having their identity and having integrity and pride about their identity. But it's yep. about something else also. Right. And that's the only point I'm trying. Well, and, that's the and point and I'm you're trying, trying to
1: sell make. it to America at large. I mean, I think. The ACA, Cliff and I have talked about this too. We sold the ACA originally, Obamacare, as being about helping poor people get insurance, and I was like, "No, it benefits everybody." People still don't realize it benefits everybody. We're
2: finding that out, you know. Look, look in Florida. Keep as I point out in the piece. I think sixty-four percent voted to give felons the right to vote. Of course, don't the legislation did not yeah. 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 So, so we're, the, the basic thing is, it ought to be framed as basic fairness. Look, let's have an election where we include as many people as we can. Let's count the votes. And, you know, I have a strange philosophy. The person with the most votes wins the election. Okay, yeah. that's, and and it, it, we don't have a, you know, why not do that? That would be radical. That would be different. That would be quite democratic. Yeah. It, it, and, it, and you know, We're yeah. fighting over the concept of democracy itself right so now liz cheney is a heroine because she believes in democracy well that used to be the the kind of basic test to get in the game now it's like you praising people who are having great integrity who believe that we should count votes and whoever yep. got the most votes wins the election. I guess wow. – uh,
0: yeah, I want to make sure just because, again, for people misconstruing things and you know it all happens watching it, like, we're all saying the same thing here. Everyone should have their identity. Everyone should be proud of their identity. It's just when it comes time to messaging, we need to find we, – we, we don't we can't be splitting everybody up into little groups and right. you're different and you're this – We need a message to a larger group and you can do both. You can let people be proud of their identities and and support that while also messaging for everyone.
2: Of course you can, and, and and I mean, no one has a problem with St. Joseph's Day altar, or St. Patrick's Day parade, or, or Juneteenth, or Cinco de Mayo, and of that, it that's great, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Mardi, you know, we, we have Mardi Gras, shit. Well, you know. The more
0: chances to drink, the better, right. I mean, yeah, why not,
2: why not, it, you know, I always, <laughs> these are a lot of drinking holidays you just brought up, just right. so we know, <laughs> right, yeah, well, that's okay, that's all right, that's, it's, it's better it's than okay, the, it's, it's recommended, a, it's a popular thing out there. People like it. You don't need to be preached to about it. But, you know, or you haven't seen me on television. I'm always wearing a LSU thing or, you know, something kind of local. I mean, that, that that's fine. I'm 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 not against people having pride or studying their identity or or you know, knowing its history and and anything else. That that's all I'm I'm cool with that. But but goddamn. Oh, go ahead
0: off. again doesn't yeah. we don't hear it
1: just a I, game
2: saw, game. I know okay yeah your mic is the elections voted.
0: are about coalitions elections right. are about winning more well, votes well, than the other
2: well, we are traditionally a party of coalitions and right. and our coalition has shifted significantly but i i want to add to the coalition all right it in and, and, and there are people that say you know, we, it's not really important we win the election. It's what have, we have—we have to argue. But no, it's important to win the election. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you win the argument and lose the election, it does be do a you yeah, good. Like, okay. All right. And, and you know, people think that you know politics you, you, is a kind of dirty word. It, no, it's not. It's how you—it's how you do things in this country. It's how you get things done. It's how you help people, or just as important, it's how you hurt people. And yep, it does—it it right. does matter. Uh, I mean the nightmare of Trump, and this is something I'm going to get on my soapbox here for a couple of minutes. The Democrats need to talk about crime. It is an issue. It is an increasing issue. It, it probably is not going to go away anytime soon. Now, the truth of the matter is every president since Bill Clinton has inherited a decline in re- crime rate and left office with a further decline in the crime rate. The only president that did not is Donald J. Trump. He has the worst record on crime of any president in modern American history. We, we got to understand that. And I know what these Democratic consultants do. Oh, James, we got to take that off the table and talk about the economy. I don't talk about crime, talk about health care. No, because crime affects people's lives. And, and if you, if you don't acknowledge that, then you're speaking yep. a different language. Right. So if somebody says, you know, I was in, center city of philadelphia i was in you know whatever pass the and it's just their crimes and you go well no 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 but talk about what the jobless rate is no that that's a problem and, and by the way we gotta <laughs> we're gonna do the following things to deal with this yeah but but they'll all went into you know a lot of the more left-wing people they don't want to talk you know want to get rid of prisons what yeah, exactly what all right What do you think they got in Orleans Parish prison? You know,
3: (laughs) a lot of people
2: (laughs) don't need to be there. We did, you know, I'm not for a guy, you know, selling an ounce of weed to to be in jail, but I'm not for a guy that's raped seven women for being out of jail. Okay. That's not someone you want
0: to go to brunch with probably. Um, I know. And I think that's important. And I think what you always, uh, you know, when I remember the 92 campaign, it's the economy, stupid, also healthcare. Like you, right. We can create a narrative that wraps all of these issues. It's not like, oh, if we talk about crime, now we can't talk about the economy. I mean, it, that's it, what's so stupid. ridiculous.
2: I know. And, and that's what these consultants drive me crazy. All right. Oh, no, James, we got to take that off the table. Well, if people want it on the table, you can't take it off the table. All right. And, yeah. and look, people face a lot of challenges in everyday life. You know, they face the challenges of, of, of stagnant incomes, of insufficient access to health care, you know, and and, and and they face challenges of personal safety. And the political party has to be aware of the challenges that, that it, the public faces but and its voters face every day. And yep. That's the way you can talk about it.
1: And, and crime is starting to become a little bit of a verboten we're, issue for us, as you just said. I right, find it. Right. I'm on my, one of my local email lists. I'm on in uh, D.C. in Adams Morgan people are always talking about some crime or something going on. And they always are. And then somebody chimes in, don't call the police. Do not call the police. And I finally jumped in once. And I was like, yeah, fucking call the police. Are you insane? Like well, I, don't, yeah. I don't want right. to shoot black people. I'm with you, but we're not going to fucking call the police when there's crime going on. Then, I, I, it'll happen to you next time. I mean, but, but regular voters must
2: hear that and their head explodes. I feel like. Well, it, I've sat through a gazillion focus groups with urban people. And the, one, if, if you do a focus group in New Orleans, you know, and, and, and this would be of Black people, right. one of the things I guarantee you're going to hear, let me tell you something, if there's some crime in the French Quarter or uptown New Orleans, the police would be there in three minutes. If there's a crime in our neighborhood, they'd be there in three hours.
0: Right, right. My <laughs> right.
2: right. right. principal complaint is they don't right. get there fast enough. Right,
0: yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, again,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: The, the crime you know issue itself, I feel like creates this perfect opportunity for us to create a broader message and remind people who the Republicans are. Be like, I'm against crime, whether it's c- taking place on the streets or whether it's re- whether it's Republicans storming the Capitol on January 6th, or whether it's Denny Hastert trying to grab the ass of a wrestler
2: he's with, or I'm against all crime and we should be prosecuting all of it. Absolutely, and and, and wow. the biggest criminal of all is Trump. Right. It's I mean, it just, pointing out go ahead, what, sorry. A, what a, yeah, no, I, I agree.
0: Well, I mean, they just opened a criminal. I mean, they just said now in New York, this is now a criminal investigation into the Trump organization. So we should want to talk about crime because this guy is a fucking criminal. He is a criminal. His family are criminals. And we can talk about street crime and say we need to get we need to stop street crime. We also need to stop the guys like Donald Trump that are ripping off the country.
2: I tell you, have y'all seen this uh, Alex Gibney documentary on HBO, the crime of the century.
1: No, what is it? I haven't. seen
2: You can't. Imagine the corruption in this country, and I'm a very short attention span guy. All right, I, it's a it was like four hours. It's two segments, and I was just tra- I, I I couldn't hmm. stop watching it, and I I I, I couldn't stop getting angry. Hmm and it, it just I, I i i'm gonna get him on my podcast but i i highly recommend it Primitive what's the plan.
1: what's the show about generally about about, the,
2: it? basically about the opiate crisis oh okay oh so, god it goes it goes deeper than that and it goes like uh, the, you know mckisson and cardinal health and the way in just a staggering amount of money that was made and the staggering lack of accountability that we have and buying off the Congress. And, you know, yeah. I, I got to tell you, some Democrats don't look great in this. But the, right. the only good thing is the, probably the person that looks the worst is Marsha Blackman, who could argue. On on <laughs> All the, right. The worst she, human being uh, that exists. <laughs> uh, she, she's definitely and, a uh, You know, and actually who looks pretty good are two of the great villains, according to the right. The bureaucrats look really good. Huh. And the trial lawyers look pretty good. Oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they, well, they went be, after these guys. Yeah, they had money guy, to be made. <laughs> well, whatever whatever yeah. reason. I mean, at, at least they pursued the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I, you it, know, I'm, I live now in, in, uh, I live in Cincinnati, Ohio, and oh. you go an hour, and, you know, and I know you worked for Wallace Wilkinson right, in Kentucky, sure. so I know you've got a background there. Right. And, um, I met my wife working against McConnell in Kentucky, actually, how I ended up here. And I'll tell you, you go an hour, hour and a half east to hear Portsmouth, places like that. Oh, they're just ravaged. They, they, are, they've been destroyed. That's West Virginia. Yeah, I mean, they've been destroyed by by right. this stuff. And and in eastern Kentucky. Oh, and I mean, you know, these are the places we're saying. They well, we got to be
2: exactly. They knew exactly yep. where it was going. I mean, you, you can't believe yep. the marketing thing that they did. The mill- I mean, it's they, it it. However mad you are now, however. Oh my God! You think it is, I'll have watch, to see it. Watch, it. it because it's just you know that. That the, the corruption is a huge issue. And, and yep. we should, anytime we're asked about crime, we should talk about crime and segue right to corruption. Exactly. Okay. And we, we need, you're right, we got to do something about street crime. But just as importantly, you know, we see these pharmaceuticals just stealing money left and right. And so I guess somebody on the street says, well, if they steal it, then I'll steal. You know, what's the difference between stealing from, you know, taxpayers or stealing from the Seven Eleven?
3: Right. Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grow up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift, guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99 you'll get 24 entrees. Like the world famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. Go ahead, John.
1: Yeah, James. let me ask you, because I... I feel like a lot of what we're discussing is traditional Democratic messaging, meaning let's talk about how we win elections, blah, blah, blah. One of the things that's really worrying me, though, us, I mean, Cliff and I both, is that we're at some kind of inflection point or something for our democracy overall. And I, I worry that just having a simple debate about how we message better isn't what's going on. We've got one political party, and I still don't understand what the hell is going on with Republican voters. I mean, I know people here in the Chicago area who literally said to me before the election, well, you know, a former FBI agent, smart person says to me, you know, Donald Trump has done a lot to get black unemployment down. And I looked at her and went, you don't fucking give a damn about black unemployment. Republicans are defending this lunatic. They had the insurrection. Now we're just kind of whitewashing the insurrection. There's something much bigger going on than just we need to
2: message better. How do we fight back when Uh,
1: I'm a little afraid we're losing
2: everything? You know, there are... Uh, let's say 35 percent of the people in this country, and people we're trying to figure out how to talk to them about vaccines, how to talk to them about climate, how to talk to them. I i've become talking increasingly to their you. attitude. Fuck them; they're That's just stupid. Question. They choose to be <laughs> stupid, and let's just talk to the 65 percent of the country yeah. that has some sense. Yes. But you know, if somebody believes, you know, that that the Earth is five thousand years old. And they believe that vaccines of Bill Gates is putting a computer right. chip. I don't know if there's much you can do for that person. Okay.
0: No. I, I I don't know. I mean, go for the middle. Try so the middle and screw. Them. I will tell you though, at the uh, Creation Museum south of me in Kentucky, the Noah <laughs> yeah, the Ark ride right? is a lot of fun. You know, if you feel like wasting some time, you go take the Noah the Ark ride. You get to ride on a dinosaur with a saddle and
2: right. You know, yeah, I, I've I've been by that place. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. It's no, you can't. Fucking crazy when you go. There. No. I mean, you're just like it's literally insane. But somebody okay, makes but, money off of it, so.
1: But are you not? But but James, okay, fair enough. But again, that's your that's a traditional argument about yes, let's get the Democrats and let's go for the middle. I'm talking about are we in danger of losing the
2: whole ball of wax right now? And what's our response? I'm I'm not not saying I'm not saying we need to go to the middle. I'm saying that 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 we I think I've come to the conclusion, and although I was very big on on doing this and trying to get an approach that's effective, I don't think anything's effective to reach these people. Yeah, I really don't. I, now look, I think we can certainly cut our margins, and that's what we did in in 2020 to some extent. We have to continue. We don't. The difference between getting beat 80-20, all right, yep. and the difference between getting beat 72-28 is sea level. Yeah, all right, right, sea level. And you know, if it, my so that can be now, the difference in Pennsylvania, the, right? Or, or, or it was it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. it was a difference. We we did a little better in cambria county you know and that and and mm-hmm. similarly you know a butler county similar situated place so it, it did it was it was the margin and, yeah. and there's no reason you know, we got to speak to people and if you speak to people in a relevant way and talk about things that's relevant to them because most of the stuff that is relevant to the democratic-based voter is also relevant to a, a lot of rural white voters right yeah,
0: All right. Well, Well, right. you guys down there, you got John Bell Edwards elected and reelected, right? Yeah, so, I well, mean,
2: we were lucky that we got to run against v- Vitter the Shitter. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> Shitter, so it was kind of poops, kind of... poops in a diaper <laughs> 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 well,
1: but, well, only when he's with his diaper. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of like uh, right, Jones, and John right? Bell's
2: got I me mean, and he doesn't uh-huh. lapse into any of that, you know. But, but Doug Jones was great and he got slaughtered in Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the national. That all of the the national way that the national, some of the national Democrats talk hurts Democrats in the rest of the country. It, right. Jim Clyburn tell you the same thing. right? Yep. I mean they're they're like, you know, they they get angry at some of the people in their caucus that you you costing us votes. Right. With your, right. Right. you know, now, your you know, jargon. Look,
0: James, we agree with you on this stuff, but there is a, a question. We had, we had Paul Begala on, of course, a week or two ago, came on the show. Um, We talked to him about this, too. What do we do? Uh, You know, I'm not one of these sort of, uh, you know, I have to go after everybody I disagree with slightly. Um, But when it comes to Joe Manchin right now, what do we do? Because in the end, if these guys kill voting rights, if they take the ability to determine elections away from secretaries of state and put them in these partisan gerrymandered state legislatures, I mean, what do we do to get Manchin to right. say, okay, civil rights are more important than a fucking
2: filibuster? First, first of all, Joe Manchin has to run in a state that a Democrat hadn't carried a county since 2008. I'm sure Paul made that point to you, right? Right.
0: Now it's a 68 percent Trump it, state. We went over right. that last and, time.
2: And, and, and I think that Joe Biden is acutely aware of how important Senator Manchin is, and I think we got to give him some space to kind of work things out. Okay. Right. That, that's what I, I I really think. And I you think, think he's like, going to win it, next time to mansion yeah cliff is worried that he's not going to win i uh, you know but look at you're running right a state that your party hadn't carried a county since 2008 you, you're right to be, have some concern but but he's popular he's skilled uh, and he's smart
0: yep and so i'm okay see. with look i don't need to agree with him i'm not demonizing him in any way well, i it, think he's choice
2: used... is, the choice is you get joe mansion you get another Marsha black right yeah it's not the choice right. between so Joe Manchin and AOC. Right, right. right. <laughs> I'm nice. not anti
0: Joe Manchin. My, right. my only point is how do we get, because I wouldn't mind even if he, if we can't pass certain stuff that I want to pass, it's just the voting rights stuff to me. I, that's right. the ball game.
2: I, I think know? his colleagues are aware of that. And I think the president is aware of that. Okay. And I, I I think that there are ongoing discussions about this.
0: Right. Cause I've said to John on this show, I'm like, look, you know, we can't. Some people out there yelling about Joe Manchin, like we'll be lucky if we don't get a swamp creature if he's not the one. What we get out of West Virginia Republican Party is frightening. So I, right. I, we, I know that we're lucky to have him there. It's just the voting rights issue to me, because of what I, they're doing.
2: I, I think he's probably aware of that. But, yeah. You know, okay. You know, Got to, you know, we, we, he, 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 can't go on the first date. Okay. That's the. <laughs> I, I gotcha. That seems fair. James, we
0: we'll got bring them around maybe the third date or so. Right, you know, right, a movie. Say, yeah, yeah. James, we
1: got like you for probably five more minutes. What um? What should our messaging be for 2022 and 2024? Well,
2: first of all, try what we did in 2018. Go out and recruit really good, diverse candidates, and talk about things that matter to people's lives. All right, yeah. we did that in yeah. 2018. We had the most successful off-year election in terms of turnout and margin that we've had in 100 years. Of course, as soon as 2020 came, we were back to same old food fight over the, you know, same same old jargon shit. Yeah. And, and, by, and by the way, it wasn't like the Democrats didn't weigh in on the kind of party they wanted to have because the the, 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 the people, the, the faculty lounge had plenty of people to choose from. Joe Biden is the most non-faculty lounge person i've ever known and he won decisively so all yeah. of these people i said yeah. you don't believe in democracy i mean that the argument as to whether we expand obamacare or go to single payer was decided decisively by democrats i'm sorry you ran an election you had well-funded candidates they were very articulate they were in every debate and they all other than joe biden i'll have something to common. they got their asses beat and if you why don't you listen to your own voters? That's my point. Yep. All right. Yeah. And, and we don't need it. Everybody wants to do a new strategic thing of, you know, Daniel Morgan at cow a brilliant double envelopment. All right. No, you the the winning playbook is right in front of you. It's called 2018.
0: All right. I, no, I think you're right. I, I mean, I, 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 I and,
2: and, and Joe Biden 2020. Right. right.
0: I mean, I mean, like we just got Val Demings who who's jumping in. It looks like against uh, Rubio I in lo- Florida.
2: I love her. You know,
0: yeah. I love her too. She diverse, just right. so strong. So, you know, she, right. she's not one of those that speaks mealy mouth. She comes out right. and she says shit. And so,
2: no, no. I'm so far her, I'm so glad that she's running. Me
0: too. So we need more like that. I would agree right. with you if we can, we can get more. Right. Um, so anything else that uh, we're missing uh, about the fate of the world, James, that you can help us with from good gumbo to, uh, you know, I don't know. I'll leave, we'll hey, leave it to you. You know,
2: I don't think I, the only thing I can say is it's just so disappointing in some way to see where people are acting with this vaccine. Yeah. I mean, good God. How, how, you know, I've just, some guy like was, had a, interaction with the guy who's 51 and he told me i had a heart attack and he looked at it and i said have you got have you been vaccinated he said yeah i think i'm gonna wait and see oh. wait and see i said hey man there's what? 160 million of us that had the vaccine and we got <laughs> yeah. two things in common we're all walking around and breathing what the fuck are you doing
0: yeah <laughs> yeah what's he waiting for on that we're one i don't know yeah. Well, I mean, hell here in Ohio, we have to, we have to fucking do a lottery, give people a million dollars each for five weeks. Just, to, I mean, and it worked like it picked up.
2: I wanted to jump through the TV and kiss Tim Ryan when he said what he said. Oh, me too. I mean,
0: I think I, he, to me, reminds me a lot of Sherrod Brown. I, I think he connects with regular people. I think we actually have a great shot in that race.
2: I, I, I do too. I do too. And I, I, I I'm going to help him any way I can. Yeah. Not, you know, I think he and Val are, are, are. I'm very enthusiastic about these 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 two campaigns.
0: Right. Me too, me too. I hope we get someone who's of that Ilk in Pennsylvania and a few of the other
2: places in right. Wisconsin. Well, we got so some good potential, good people in North Carolina. You know, that would be good too. Yeah,
0: James, yeah I I did, what
1: I oh, did. Sorry, go ahead, Cliff. Go, go no, ahead. No, I was just going to say
0: I did some work last uh, through uh, an IE. Did some ads in the Senate race, and that was a heartbreaker there because Cunningham. All of our polling had him had him a couple points ahead of Biden until the whole scandal came out.
2: Right,
0: and right. That just killed
2: I again, uh, you know, I had a lot of good friends in that, and uh, Morgan Jackson, who ran a campaign, was a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. However, Morgan thinks that North Carolina is, is, you know, that we did better in twenty twenty. In we're, we're, he he actually thinks we're in pretty good sh- we're in pretty good shape for twenty twenty two and twenty twenty four. I mean, uh, you know, Georgia. Seem to be a little more on track than North Carolina, but not by much. And I think North Carolina and, and Georgia have the potential to beat a new Virginia.
0: I agree, I agree. Yeah, we only lost by a point and a quarter or something in North Carolina. North Carolina. Roy right. Cooper won re-election, and and again Cunningham was running between those two, so he would have won if all that shit hadn't happened. So right. I still think, yeah. Go ahead, John. You want to ask? No, something
1: no. I else. was sort of as a parting shot, and I suspect this is a no. But was there any chance that you? helped teach debate at Georgetown during a summer program in the 70s? No. Oh, God. I had some guy at this debate institute who was this vulgar, like, Louisiana guy. And I can't even tell you. I told Cliff what the guy had said. He was telling us how to debate and stuff. And he was using these. I don't mean vulgar. You're a good guy. But, but, I mean, it was these analogies and things that I couldn't believe this guy was using. And it so reminds me of you. Just this very out there, no
2: bullshit, should have been you. There's a lot of vulgar people out of good people.
0: <laughs> uh, no, that's
2: we're what, what we're saying. They're our favorite people in general. <laughs> no, I, I didn't go. The first time I ever went to Washington was, yeah. I think, 1978. Huh. Remember in the yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: you, you know what? Actually, one last thing I'll throw at you and then I'll All right, let you go. Okay, because okay, right. you, you were making me think of this. Another mom example, though, I was asking her because she liked Trump the first time around. And I was like, how the hell could you like Trump? And she goes, you know, but he was. He was open. He said what he thought. He was strong. I just had the feeling he was this strong guy who was going to do something. And I've often said that in politics. That strong. I guess, you
0: can't walk up a flight of steps.
1: No, but Cliff, they, people, voters like a strong I man. I feel like, and I mean, and I say man, I think they like a strong man. They like they someone who looks like a corporate CEO type. I've always felt that, that they there's just something that works with the American electorate. And it may be a little lightweight, but-
2: well, you, know, you remember it. It, it worked with forty-seven percent, right? right. Uh, and he got forty-six point one in in twenty sixteen. But there's no doubt that he has a, a hamillite. This Republican Party is not a political party; it's a personality cult. Right. And we should not delude ourselves of anything else. And I mean, and you see all of these people, you know, Mitch McConnell and uh, Kevin McCarthy, and but they just they, they they can't get their caucus. If they went the other way, they'd be voted out. Yeah. We wrote it out. It's, just, it's a cult and we just have to deal with it. It's depressing. Uh, and it just doesn't seem to get any better. It just gets worse. Right? And all, we, we have to win. God damn it. That's we have it. to win. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you all all right, very thanks, much. Hey, man. Thanks so much for being here. All right, all right glad appreciate it. Good show. I, I liked our gumbo better better than the melting pot. I agree. I with you. Gonna gonna it. Can it I steal you. that from you from of now course. on? Of <laughs> course, of course, I stole it from somebody else. Shit. How long do you think? Yeah, about but, it?
0: but I'm a Jew from New York. I don't know if the gumbo thing works. I'll, oh yeah, I'll, I'll Mark, see what I can you're,
2: do. You're you're an ochre disc. I want oh, to be yeah, the, it's the matzo in the soup it's there, the, yes. to, it's the, what is that uh, matzo ball
0: my, soup I don't Yeah,
2: know. is there some other part of the matzo <laughs> I can eat <laughs> it, it, thank uh, you know, so much and Marilyn Monroe they went to the Carnegie Deli and, and she mm-hmm. said she, you, you asked Marilyn Monroe you want some matzo ball soup so, was there some other part of the matzo I can eat <laughs> I don't know if it's true <laughs> or not but what the hell alright guys thank y'all <laughs> thank Thanks you soon. take care <laughs>
1: God, all right, I'm getting it. That's really funny. Um, oh, that's I love it. <laughs> first, time I didn't get the joke, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> some oh other part
0: god. of the matzo."
1: Oh, um, god, he cracks me up. Oh, he's so yeah. good. Um, and we could talk a few yes. minutes more if there's anything to wrap up with. With this, yeah, but, uh, we should. I'm just saying. He, he's, no, he didn't he, quite get where I was going with the insurrection and all that stuff. You know, I wasn't well, because- i was I wasn't talking about reaching Trump voters. I was saying, I think we're not just trying to win legislatively right now. We're literally having a battle for the country. And I i worry about our democracy. And I worry that that may take a higher level of thinking than just let's get
0: our messaging straight. What is our yes. messaging when we're talking about, you know what I mean? I, it's Well, I think he was making that point, which is, and we all made that point. We all jumped in, right? If we're talking about crime, we need to be talking about crimes against the Constitution, too. I mean we need to be pointing out constantly, as we've said, in not bullshit language. And again, I didn't mean to, to, to pick on Benny Thompson, who I think is a great congressman. We're it's picking just- on,
1: though. I think it's a good example It's just,
0: it's yeah. just we need to speak in a straightforward, yeah. like the way Tim Ryan did, yeah. the way I, as we said, Val Demings often does, Eric yeah. Swalwell, who's been on this show. Yeah. We, we, You know, Ted Lieu, who's been on this yeah. show, all the good ones on this show. Yeah. No, but I mean, seriously, I mean, we, we need- them of this. something concrete. Yes, none of this. Maybe sort of You're what, hiding what, something. Right. No, say what it is yeah. and go after them and call them what they right. are. Because again, if we're not constantly, yeah. we need a positive message too. But you can again walk and chew gum. Right. You can oh. say here's what they're doing. Meanwhile, here's what we yeah. want to do. They want to attack yeah. democracy, take voting rights away, tear down walls. They end up killing cops. Here's what we would like right. to do. Well, and clearly, here's what we like, did. Forget like, what we'd like to do. We like put Benny money Thompson. in your checking account.
1: Yeah, even like Benny Thompson, imagine saying, let's talk about what he's hiding. I think he's hiding the fact that he knows some of the members or some of his members on his own side were complicit in the election. Imagine and saying as you that know, and
0: then, whoa. Then what will the headlines say? That's what I was trying to say in that tweet that I said is that huh. these guys get, if they say something like that, it'll, it'll be in the headlines, which is most of what people read. It'll be fodder for cable, which right. loves that kind uh, of CNN stuff. CNN all day long. Yep. Right. And that's what we need to do. I mean, yeah. And, and, and more, maybe if maybe Tim Ryan yesterday, you know, he's been someone more willing to do it. Maybe that's a breakthrough. But we just, we need more and more of our folks saying these kinds of things and being very clear about who they are. To me, that, because as you said, you can't just talk about, you know, economics and whatever when you've got this. And, I, and I, I agree, you don't have to. You say, look at what we've done for the economy. Look at how we got everybody vaccinated. Look how we pulled right. this country out. What were they doing while we were doing that? They were telling people not to get vaccinated. They were storming the Capitol. Right. They were they were trying to rip apart our constitution and steal votes in these states. You know, yep. I mean, I'm throwing this off the top of my head, it can be messaged yeah, and yeah, massaged. Yeah, yeah. Point being, that's what the contrast needs to be. Do you yep. want this group of, of hooligans who are trying to tear everything down, or would you right. like people that believe in the rule of law and will make yep. your life better?
1: Well, you know what it almost is, Cliff? It it made me think because in terms of what Carver was saying too, it's almost as if. Maybe he was right. It's almost as if subliminally, and I would say subliminally, even in our own like like not even aware we're doing it, that we are almost trying to win over the Trump voters, maybe by not being as mean. You know how the Republicans, they love to call us, you know, communist, baby killer, yeah. homosexual, pervert, whatever. And then they accuse us. Did you see that horrible thing the Democrats are saying about us? They don't like you, Red states. Oh my God, and, they're and, such I mean, and we're barely going. Well, no, but my point is, look at what they say about us and we don't of even course. say barely anything. And then it makes us go, oh my God, we're criticizing Red States. We ought to fucking call the Red States what they are. You know, well, also, I, I
0: them, they're a bunch of socialist, you know, federal teeth suckers, frankly. Well, but that's the whole point, John, is like, if we are willing to do that, then to me, in the end, they're going, to say, they're going to call us and say you're socialist no matter what. So let, you know, if they're going to say that the Democrats are being mean, let's earn it. Oh, I agree on that front. Yes, yes. Because they're going to say that they have convinced, even like James
1: said, but we're elitists, They've convinced the electorate that we hate them anyway. Now, I'm not saying we, we should hate the electorate, but we're not going to win the Trump voters, and they're going to convince the Trump voters that we're hating on them every day anyway. We going right. to use the Trump voters as a foil That's what I'm saying. To win the middle and to rev up the left, but to win the middle and
0: say, right. And and what I'm saying is the only place I would disagree with you slightly there is don't go after red states. Because again, look, I live in red red states, but Trump voters. Go after Trump voters and turn everybody else in those states against them. And if you do, and you have a good candidate like a Val Demings or a Tim Ryan, you may just win back Florida, you may win back right. Ohio, you may hold Pennsylvania, you may not that communist, talk about fucking Putinite, Ron Johnson, propagandist yep. out in Wisconsin, like, if we make the stakes clear of who they yep. are and what we're trying to do, I, I think we can win a bunch of those seats. Yeah. And and stave off disaster, and then of course there's the House too, as he was saying, because there's some open seats there and others, and we need to be, you know, and other other ones, we need to be recruiting people, and we need to be messaging correctly, particularly as we've talked about to the to the not Latinx Latino Latina community, because you know we lost a bunch of seats, you know, or in Texas and in in Florida that we just shouldn't have lost that if we, we, you know, if we talk to people in Miami-Dade and whatever, those are seats if we wanna hold the house, we need to win those four or five seats back that we right. shouldn't have lost at least. Right.
1: And Paul felt like that was definitely a Latino problem we had in terms of messaging. There's newspapers. no
0: doubt. I mean, you can yeah. see it in the, in the polling, yeah. you can hear it anecdotally yeah. from people on yeah. the ground. And I do think we, we risk you know not, not sort of doing the nuanced analysis of we were really, really hurt by the fact that we were not going door to door because of the pandemic and so a lot of the we bullshit we were, were that, not we were not you don't think the republicans the republicans didn't care because they didn't care if people got sick they didn't no, 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 believe no. In I it I said
1: were we hurt or were we not hurt by not going Oh to absolutely the we were hurt oh that's what i meant yeah
0: because imagine you're getting some bullshit messaging that you've been targeted by the by the right and you're getting this bullshit messaging about defund the police socialism right. this that right. on facebook every day and nobody's answering, right. suddenly you, you have somebody from the Biden campaign or from Florida Democratic party or whatever, knocking on your door and showing you statements and that Biden's right. made where of course, he doesn't believe that, we don't believe that. Well, we weren't able to refute a lot of their bullshit because we weren't doing stuff door to door. And people are forgetting that. We need to be better digitally, but we also will be running our, our on the ground programs again. And I, I, I do think a certain amount of what we lost was based on that,
1: Right. Okay. that we were not. Yeah. Well, which will be different next time, which is good. I mean, one hopes that's a big part of the reason we lost, and not lost, but didn't win. I'm not saying um, it's all of it, but I do think it
0: absolutely but... contributed. And remember, yeah. there were some close races. We talked about it. We lost one seat in, in, you know, in New York State. It was a swing seat by less than a hundred votes. We lost to that that right. seat in, in Iowa. That swing seat by six votes. I mean, right. you know, you'd think that that's some low hanging fruit.
1: Right. All right. So. I I think we're done. I know we've done an hour, but I don't, was, don't know what else to do. He's so much. He's so interesting. Oh my god, that was fun. Yeah.
0: and I'm not just saying like I don't care the the about the fame stuff, the whatever. Just as an individual to, to interview and talk to, I could talk to him all day. He's so interesting. Yeah, because he's, he's just, just funny so as so hell and the metaphors and the you know.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I just it's 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 funny actually because somebody was talking uh, on Twitter the other day that you know Bill. Bill Gates's wife has clearly organized a very effective divorce campaign. <laughs> yes, she has. No, you know this as a, as a as a publicity, as a PR kind of person. I'm looking at everything she's doing, and I'm going. And mind you, it's her, <laughs> and all the leaks and the of different it people is. and everything else. But one of the leaks they did, though, coming back to what you just said, was that at dinner parties, Bill Gates will start talking, and he'll just talk for an hour and tell you what he thinks. And I and I wrote back to the person I said. I can't think of anything more amazing than sitting for an hour, having Bill Gates tell me what he thinks, I'm sorry. And she goes, yes, but look at all those bad things he did. I said, okay, whatever, I get it. But like, we're trying to knock him for being somebody who at a dinner party talks too much, I want right. Bill Gates. Sorry, I, I forgot Bill. to turn my,
0: my phone off. I'm lucky it didn't it didn't yeah. uh, do it that didn't make we're... a sound
1: either. But I want Bill Clinton, I want Bill Gates, right? I would have you know, I I um, I want James Carville. I want Bagala, I want to hear all these people talk for an hour, make my day. Obama, misses Obama even better, Michelle.
0: Oh my god. But I mean well, everybody you like, just mentioned, I'd love to be at a right? dinner table with.
1: And just sit back and go anyway.
0: All right, I think we're good. This that, god, that was so yeah, good. I mean, because look, this I think this is a very specific conversation and one we very much wanted to have. Nothing huge has changed, and even the huge things that have changed since our last podcast we mentioned to Carville, which is the the criminal, the now, what was a civil, becoming a criminal investigation into the oh, Trump did, organization. It's,
1: it's They said today in the news, it's Alan Weisberg or whatever his name is that they're going. Weisselberg. Yeah. Wesselberg, so it's, Weisselberg. Weisselberg. Weisselberg, whatever it's his uh, CFO guy the uh, chief financial yeah. officer is the guy who is at least one of the subjects of the fin- of the criminal probe mm-hmm. according to I think ABC this morning now whether that's
0: true or not ABC's reporting well, he was laundering money for all these apparent mobsters that's the how idea. quickly how quickly do you think I'm sorry oh, if he were you said if he were no I said he was according to these uh, i can I could say allegedly but that's what the newspaper that's say what the allegedly. article yeah, say allegedly. the article said and if he and and this, this, obviously that if that's accurate he he's going to want a deal, and gee, he Dang only up. has all the financial Dang records. Up. And and the beauty yep. of this, John, yep. is it's not just Donald Trump. Remember who was running the Trump organization? Ivanka, Eric, Don Jr. Eric was the was the top VP, right? But they all yeah. were involved. I'm still yeah. predicting to you. My prediction will still remain the same. Don he Jean ends George up in the family ends up in Saudi Arabia because they're going to yeah. get indicted at some point, yeah. and they're going to fucking flee the country. They can That's, think that, that yeah. they can think that what's his name. Uh, in Florida has the right to protect them from going to New York? He can't. Right. The the right. The, D, the DOJ came out, sorry, Department of Justice, so there I'm not you like go. CNN, there you go. came out and said that uh, no governor ha- can do that. They, they don't right. have the legal right to do that, to stop. So, I mean, right. I, I think, honestly, there's going to be an overnight flight right. out of the country, and they're going to grab everything they can. And, well, and let me tell you, too. Even and It may not be for a few years, to be clear. I'm not right. saying tomorrow. Go ahead. Even if uh, Weisberg, yeah. Weisenberg, Weiselberg, whatever. Wesselberg,
1: Weisselberg, Weisselberg. I got to look that. it up. But um, even if... Jewishberg, Jew- sorry, um, that was me. You, you can say that, right. <laughs> even, even if he's innocent, okay, even if the allegations aren't true, he's being raked over the coals in a criminal probe. Yep. They could sit there and say, you know what, rather than you having a heart, because I mean, honestly, I would be freaked out even if I were innocent, you know what I mean? Because you sit there and go, oh my God, are they gonna get something on me? Did I do something wrong? Did I fuck up somehow? I mean, five years, which is probably is gonna be of the FBI trying to find dirt on you, I'd be freaked out. If they were to say, it'll all go away if you simply turn on your boss and tell us where the bodies are buried and you won't, you know, we'll exempt you to, you know, uh, whatever, pardon you totally. Mm, If I were him, I'd be like, you know what? It might be worth it going away. The rest
0: of his life, he's looking at hell. They even offered him like, we'll give you two years and like 18 months probation or or something. Right. You'd have to be crazy not to take it.
1: Yeah. And and because even if he's innocent at this point, you want that mother, you want that shit to go away. So yep. they may be able to get him to turn on Trump or the Trumps. But yeah, no, it would, I can't imagine anything better than getting some of those people thrown indicted, but they better be indicted with a case that sticks.
0: Right. You know, Again, I'm not gonna, Pollyannish yeah. about stuff. I don't believe the world always works out the way we wish it would. But I do believe here, and the reason I believe it'll happen is I think that Trump attacked so many people. Who he, whose asses he used to kiss, like Cyrus Vance in New York, yeah. you know, yeah. when he lived there, so that, that, you know, Cyrus Vance, the prosecutor yeah, yeah. wouldn't go after yeah. him yeah. and let the kids off because he'd give campaign contributions and he was part of New York Democratic <laughs> Society, believe it or not. Right. Once he mm-hmm. went and became a Republican and started attacking all these people and, and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. they hate him now. <clears throat> and, I, and I just right. think that he, there's this, that's part A. Part B is he's so stupid and he's so sloppy and he yeah. said stuff out loud and they've done stuff. I, I really do think based on those factors, yeah, that they're just they're eventually going to get indicted. And I think they're they're either going to get caught and right. some of them thrown in jail, they're going to flee yeah. the country. That's what well, I going it's to happen.
1: it's sloppy. And it's also everything we now know, you know, we we are all now experts on Donald Trump, you know, you New Yorkers were before, but the rest of us yeah. became experts in the last five years, knowing everything you know about Donald Trump. Do you think this man wouldn't cheat on his taxes? Oh, do you think this man wouldn't cheat on some business deal on some licensing on some zoning on
0: on everything I mean, on every financial I mean, interaction I, I, he
1: ever took part not think he's not only really do I not think he's an honest person, but I think he's aggressively dishonest, because he's such a narcissist, everything right. is how can I make an extra buck, how can I benefit me, and. I I think you're just wired differently. Like I said, I'm always worried about my taxes, even though I have never once tried to play a game with my taxes, but I'm still, as a self-employed person, I'm always worried about being audited. It's just like- Here, let me ask you this. I am too. How long is the secret service-
0: it, didn't they change that law so the Secret Service protects them now for like five or ten years or something like that? It's is that true. what it is? Oh, it's permanent. They only—it was no. People misreported it. It unfortunately most of the stuff okay. still sticks. Because I was going to say, it, it, I don't yeah. want anything to happen to Secret Service no, agents. I'm not to, sitting here wishing violence. But if you, really wanted be, if you really want to be—if you really want to be evil on you with these prosecutors, you're, you, you basically would say fine. Don't tell us what happened. We'll let uh, the Mexican cartels and the Russian uh, mobsters, whatever, know what money you stole from them. Good luck. Oh, well, that's an interesting <laughs> question. If he, uh, who knows if he did? I mean, I don't know. You know there's no oh, you know he did. Again, the narcissism, the whatever, I have no doubt. No, I just think there's a, it's,
1: in any case, yes, there's, there's probably a lot to find here. And unfortunately for Don Jr., he's probably at the top of the totem pole of people that, not probably, he's at the top of the totem pole of people I would suspect of being less than Lily clean, <laughs> but who knows, who knows, but you know. we'll find out anyway. All right. Let's, let's wrap this up. Um, it's Thursday. Yeah. So we'll talk to you guys next week. I'm back in DC. So we'll probably do Tuesday. Cause my Monday is very, very busy getting my allergy shots and all those other fun things. Um, uh, and yeah, we'll probably see you Tuesday. And there you Well go. We will. We've got, uh, we've got Amanda Marcotte. Oh, that's right. So we've got we got Amanda will. on Tuesday. I forgot about that. We're definitely Good. doing two. Amanda Marcotte talk more about the insurrection, her concerns about the Republicans planning for violence in the future, which we
0: share. So it'll be kind of fun. All right. We'll see you. All right. Thanks for being here, guys.